Now give me the downbeat, maestro. It's Rick's Rock Shop, your blast off to the weekend. For the next two hours, we're going to play garage rock, rockabilly, surf, and all kinds of no-frills rock and roll. Loosen your tie, ditch the tool belt, turn off the work text, and turn up the volume. Tell me what was on his mind. He says, Money hard, yeah. Money hard. Money hard. If you wanna get along, well, screaming fellow, what's wrong with you? Hey, from the thing on our romance is true. Said, Tell me, baby, all day that you played. Could another man take my place? Welcome to Rick's Rock Shop. It's Friday afternoon. I am your launch pad to the weekend. I am mission control for rock and roll. What do you think of that, Emma? Mission control for rock and roll. That's a new one. I haven't heard that. I made that up. I (laughs) I was laying in bed one morning and it came to me. But the the thing is, is I did not Google it Mm -hmm. because I'm sure somebody else has already come up with it. Probably. So I'm I'm working under the assumption that it's original for me because it was original for me. Yeah. I have those thoughts all the time. I come up with something. I'm like, oh, this is so great. I wonder if anyone's come up with it. And then it's just everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you know what? It's unique to me. Exactly. I've come up with those things too. And I've Googled them and I can't find them. Um, this is going to sound really weird. This might be something you don't know about your dad. But I'm trying to think of the perfect drag queen name. Like if I were a drag queen. Because oh, those are really funny. I don't know if you've ever. They're hysterical, some of them. Yeah, but. but- Every time I think of one, it's already taken. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think that's going to change. Hiccup. <laughs> so if you're listening, well, if you're listening, obviously you're listening, you hear the lovely voice of my daughter, Emma. 
Hi, it's Emma again. I've been on a few times. I don't have much going on today, so coming in to say hi. I think this is your fourth visit. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is the last day before you return to school. Yes. How do you feel about that? I mean, I feel like I've been out of school forever now. I got out in April, so I kind of have been out forever. But you... it's It's about time that I go back. I'm not really excited to take <laughs> classes again, but I'm excited to be back. So. But you took classes over the summer. Yeah, but it's different if I'm living yeah. at home versus yeah. living at school. It's like eat, sleep, breathe school versus... True, true. Just do it like four hours a day. Plus at home, you've got to live with uh, mom and dad looming over you. Yeah. Yeah. I won't have that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good thing. Um, the first song you heard, the, la- the first song you heard was Little Richard, Money, Honey. It was first released by the Drifters in 1953. That's going back away. Actually, mm-hmm. 1953, huh? Is that 70 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Little Richard's version was in 1964. So we're doing the birthday things here at the beginning. Mm. Uh, it is the birthday of Tommy Evans. He was one of the singers of the Drifters. They had multiple singers, and he was one of them. So uh, I found a Little Richard version of one of their songs, and I really liked it. So there you have it. Today's September 1st. Happy fall. Happy fall. I can't, I can't believe it's September 1st. Yeah, this year's gone by crazy fast. Yep. And I'm, I feel like it was just warming up, and now I'm wearing a sweatshirt again. <laughs> I'm kind of upset. It's a little chilly in here. I'm, gl- I'm glad you brought a sweatshirt. Yeah, I'll always bring a sweatshirt, even if it's 95 out. It's still somehow 50 degrees in the studio. Yep. Yeah, it's, I don't know what it is about this place. I think because we're halfway underground, maybe. I don't know. Mike calls it the bunker. That that would be a fun name for this place. Yeah, yeah, but I I can't use it because he already he already claimed it. I need another yeah. name for that. Something like the bunker, cave, the cave, the man cave. Uh, hmm. Except for what Thursday nights, whenever yeah that show is. Yeah, the first wave. Yeah, then it's not the man cave anymore. Oh, we have a we have another uh, woman DJ, oh. Lacey, who I, I am. I didn't know that. Oh, and uh, Corbin and Scout, uh, the, that's the show from Washington, D.C. Um, yeah, so we have, we have quite a few. I like the mix. We, we do have a lot of older white guys. Mm-hmm. So we need some, we need some diversity. We need, uh, we need some young blood here. That's why you're here. <laughs> like twice a year. <laughs> If you weren't uh, a bioengineering major, if you were a business major, you would have the time to do a show here. We could make you a DJ here. I would still probably have to do it remote, but yeah, I'd have, I'd have more free time. But you were talking that you might be getting a show. Maybe at Northeastern Radio. If all things work out and we're able to find a time slot, it would be an electronic music show. Very so cool. Hopefully that comes into fruition. And I think you would automatically have more listeners than your dad. I don't know about that. <laughs> you I would know leapfrog how many me. Listeners you, have. you would. I. I don't really have much of a clue either. Oh, we've got a message on the text line. Let's see who this is. Oh, the dungeon. I call it the dungeon. Oh, that's right. You don't call it the bunker. Somebody calls it the bunker. Yeah, you call it the dungeon, which goes perfectly with a hard rock heavy metal show. That was a text by Mike Lachance, the big boss. So today is also Latino Heritage Month. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And it's National Food Bank Day. 
mm. which I think is very important. And it is National No Rhyme or Reason Day. I feel like that's just every day, though. <laughs> I tend to agree. We, yeah. We drove out. We drove here separately, and um, we were both bitching about the traffic. And that is definitely no rhyme or reason. I mean, yeah. I don't know why it was so busy today. Well, I also forgot that school started for most kids again. Yes. So I went to the Duncan in our town right across from the high school at 2.35. Ooh. Oh, my God. Ooh. I don't know why I did that. Don't go, to, don't go to Sudbury Farms either, the grocery store. Don't do mm -hmm. that. That hot food section, forget about it. It was horrible. So I'm going to get to the music, but I am going to put you through the paces today. I have a number of things here planned for you. For me or for the listener? Well, the listeners get to listen to it, okay. but I'm going to... I'm going to, um, I've got a quiz here for you. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I've got a couple other things. You're a bioengineering major. You should breeze through this quiz. It's going to be about some obscure rock band that I've never heard of before <laughs> that existed 70 years ago. I, it's, it's more like a revenge quiz, if that gives you any hints. So you're trying to make me sound stupid. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to make you, not at all, not at all. It's, it's just, um... Think of our dinner conversations all the time, especially when it's both you and um, Ryan there. What happens to your mother and I? Oh. Bingo. You're gonna, okay. <laughs> I, I've, you're going to be quizzing me on like lingo and stuff and pop culture. Uh, we're going we're gonna to go through some slang from the 1970s. Oh, God. And we're going to see if you know what these terms and phrases are. And no cheating, no looking at your phone. They're going to be referencing things that don't exist now. I don't believe so. I don't think so. No, I, th I think they're, they're, they're general terms that we used for different things that we did that uh, you guys use different terms for now. Okay. <laughs> no, cheating. Like something's going to reference like a rotary phone and I'm going to be lost. <laughs> oh, that's true. Do you know how to use a rotary phone? I could probably figure it out. You just yeah. bring your finger to the number thing and let it go. Yeah, and you, you just keep doing that until the number's done. Yeah, you put your finger in the number, and then you spin it till you can't spin it anymore. Yeah. Pull your finger out, and it goes back to the start, and then you do the next number. Yeah. Okay, cool. Smart girl. Um, so here's a cover of another Drifter song. We've got two for um, the Drifters, because they are such a... I, I was amazed looking at the Drifters online, at the songs that they had, and um, just how big they are. I mean, millions of listening listeners on Spotify. Um, pretty impressive. I'm all f I'm familiar with all these songs. Some of them I didn't know were the Drifters, but here we go with Ike and Tina Turner. Do you know Ike and Tina Turner? I know Tina Turner. I don't know Ike. Uh, Ike Ike is much maligned. They were married. Oh. And they had a band together. Okay. And then she left him, and it came out that he was beating <laughs> the tar out of her. No, it, someone texted a picture. And it's you as a drag queen. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> I just wasn't expecting oh, to see that when I Oh, that is too funny. That is too funny. See, I can't see it on the screen in front of me. I don't get photos. Um, oh, that's from Mike. Nice, Mike. I like it. And uh, Corbin and Scout call it the bunker. And Bruce says, older white guys rule. There you go. <laughs> we got to stick together. Uh, oh, that's so bad. That is so, so bad. 
Um, so anyways, Ike and Tina Turner split, and it turned out that Ike was beating her. Oh. Yeah. And so Ike is not much loved anymore. But you, but you kind of still want to play the music because Tina Turner was fantastic on it, mm-hmm. and her song shouldn't be, you know, shouldn't be lost because he was an a-hole. Mm-hmm. So here we go. This is a fantastic song. I can Tina Turner up on the roof. Long black train. 
crazy man, crazy. Crazy man, crazy. Crazy man, crazy. Listening to Rick's Rock Shop on Wave Radio Boston. Did that catch you off guard? Yeah, 
every single time I hear my voice when I'm not expecting it, I kind of cringe. I, it's, it's strange, isn't it? Yeah, it's bad. I don't like it. I've gotten used to it. I can hear my voice through. It's just when it's unexpected, it gets right, me. Right, right. Yeah. I, I, I re-listen to some of my shows on Spotify. My shows are on Spotify. Just search at Rick's Rock Shop. But um, I listened to them, and at first I, it made me cringe. Now, now I've gotten used to it. Gotten used to the sound of my own voice. I don't know. <laughs> it's just when it's unexpected, it's something so different. It is. It is. I'm going to run through these songs, and then I'm going to put you on the spot. So uh, the Abrews listener line is 617-829-9283 if anyone has anything to say. And if you would rather text, as we've been getting quite a few texts, it is 617-764-9283. If you're listening on your phone and you are on our webpage, there is a text button right there. So the last song we heard was Bill Haley and the Comets, Crazy Man Crazy. That's a single from April of 1953. We're going back in time again, Emma. Mm-hmm. I tend to put the older songs at the beginning of the show. And uh, many people... Okay, so this was the first recognized rock and roll recording to appear on the national music charts. First one that was called rock and roll. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And some people argue it was the first rock song ever, but there's a mm. huge debate about <laughs> that. There's a huge debate about that. Um, yeah, that's that's the one where people get into fist fights. It made it to number 12 on the Billboard Jukebox chart and 11 on the Cash Box chart. And we played it because Comets band member Marshall Littles, it's his birthday. And before that, we had the Misfits, Only Make Believe, um, from their Project 1950 album, which is obviously a cover of songs from the 1950s. And we played that because it's Conway Twitty's birthday. Do you know who Conway Twitty is? Absolutely not. Okay. You don't watch a lot of Family Guy, right? No. Okay, because they use him occasionally as like a, like a a, a joke on the show. Uh, Maybe if I saw the character, I'd recognize yeah. it. But well, just Peter, the name isn't doing anything. They actually show the the video of him as a real person. They don't go to oh. they, yeah, and and uh, Peter will say, and now Conway Twitty, and then they'll play like a minute, minute and a half of one of his uh, songs. <laughs> <laughs> and he's this old fashioned country guy. Yeah, it's it's really kind of funny. Uh, he was born in 1933, same year as your Damn. grandfather. That's 90 years ago. Yeah, I don't think Conway Twitty's still alive. I didn't, I didn't check that, but I don't think he is. No, not that I know of. Uh, before that, the Rock and Bandits, a U- UK rockabilly band, they were also doing a Conway Twitty song. They were doing "Long Black Train," and that comes from the very beginning of Conway Twitty. And then we had, as we started off with, I Can Tina Turner up on the roof. Um, it appeared on their album, Let Me Touch Your Mind. That's mm. a great 60s, 70s album title. Yeah. 1973, originally recorded by the Drifters, reached number five on the U.S. pop single chart, number four on the R&B single chart. All right, here we go, Emma. We are going to do a quiz. So, so what happens uh, is whenever the four of us are at dinner, Mm-hmm. You and your brother freely use slang terms that your mother and I have no clue what you're, what you're <laughs> talking about. And you do it with with no apologies, no, or mm-hmm. you just do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put... Well, some, every once in a while, <laughs> we'll be in the middle of a conversation and I'll say something. And then I'm like, 
there's no way no mom clue. and dad know what I'm talking about. And no every clue. once in a while, I'll be texting friends or talking to friends. And I'm like, what would happen if I said that to a Victorian child? Right. What, what, right. what would they do? And then a lot of people on the internet talk about what would happen if you gave Kool-Aid to a Victorian child <laughs> and other stuff like that. Right. That's really cool to think about. Yeah. I always, I, I think about if we could like bring George Washington to, to this time and, and tell him, all right, we're in DC, George, we're going to go to, um, we're going to go to Boston and we're going to be there in an hour and a half. I, I just think that would be fascinating. I'd be very, I don't know why I think of that one all the time. If you showed George Washington a car, he yes. would lose his mind. He would lose his mind. Yeah. People are like, oh, bring George Washington back. He would know how to run this country. He wouldn't know how <laughs> no. to turn on the lights. He would not know how to run this country. No way. This is no. way more complicated. All right. We got 10 slang, 10 boomer slang terms. That's what I mm. called it. The first one, give me some skin. Like cut me some slack. Nope. Oh. <laughs> um, can you use it in a sentence? Um, well, the thing oh, would wait, be. Oh, that is kind of a phrase already. Hey, man, give me some skin. That's when you oh, meet like, somebody. Yeah. Well, the modern equivalent's like dap me up. Or like I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you like walk up to someone with your hand out and then you do like your handshake or whatever. Yeah, it, it's it's basically slapping somebody five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. What is freak flag? You still use that. Like, yes, I do use it. Freak flag fly. fly. Yes, I love that phrase, although it's hard to say. Yeah, it's kinda like Show your true colors. Yeah. Be you. Very good. Yeah. I I wrote it. Yeah. Let your freak flag fly. Be your unique self. Be unconventional. Yeah. You know, I, I think it originally started with uh, the guys in the 60s who had the really long hair. And they'd mm. be like, hey, man, let my freak flag fly. And it was in, uh, it was first in a Jimi Hendrix song, song If Six Was Nine. And I actually wrote down the lines, white collar conservatives flashing down the street pointing their plastic finger at me they're hoping soon my kind will drop and die but i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna wave my freak flag high hmm. i should have played the clip <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> i'm still learning how to work the system okay number three who is the man or what is the man are you talking about a specific person or like in oh, general your, your buddy just brought in a 12 pack he's the man that's pretty good it's not quite what it was back in the day the man is authority okay he's the the cop the um the c the corporate ceo who doesn't give a crap about anybody the people who run everything they're the man the boss yeah fight the man oh fight the man yeah um ah but here's the next one the word boss what does it mean as uh, aside from being the person in charge a friend what if somebody said wow that's boss oh like that's cool yeah that's chill yeah it's exciting it's fun it's cool what's your bag emma what's your bag see people still kind of <laughs> use that now i'm sorry i was thinking i was trying to put it into words people still kind of say that now yeah you know if i took an exam and got an A. Yeah. I was in my bag when I was taking that exam. Oh, see, I've never heard that. So I can't imagine it used <laughs> a different way. I never heard that. 
Wow. Uh, back in the day, what's your bag? Is like, what are you into? What do you do? Hey, man. Oh. Hey, man, what's your bag? Well, I like to knit. You know? oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bag. That's my thing. It's, well, yeah. So what would, if, if something was described, if an event or something was described as a gas, that's a gas. See, all of these words are used now, but I that's think interesting. with different meaning. What's it used, what would it be now? Um, if something's really good, that's gas. Like Perfect. Like my coffee today tastes pretty good, so it's gas. That's exactly what it was back okay. in the day. So it survived. Yes. Okay. We're on number seven. What if somebody told you to keep on trucking? Keep going. Oh, very good. How'd you know that one? I mean, that one, it, the actual meaning isn't too far removed from no. what it sounds like. Yeah. Persevere. Yeah. Yeah. Emma, I want you to lay it on me. Tell me the truth. Tell me what's up. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Share information. Tell me what's up. Tell me what's going on. I should have picked a harder one. I was just saying, I'm doing really well. You are doing really well. And you really thought well. I was going to be bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine. Um, what would you think if I told you everything was copacetic? What? And we used to say that. Copacetic. It's copacetic. That's not a word. Yeah. I don't know if it's a word or not. Somebody will text me and let me know. But it's a word we used to use. People would say... I was just at I was just at the party. Are you going there? Yeah, I'm going there. Cool. How are things there? Yeah, everything's copacetic. Cool, chill. Everything's fine. fine. Everything's fine. Okay. Yeah, yep. Yeah. The last one. Um, How do you spell copacetic? C O P A S E T I C. Weird. Copacetic. And um, last one. Some you're talking to somebody on your cell phone, and they say, "Emma, what's your 20?" When are you going to be here? Close. When are you leaving? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, how far are you? It's, uh, that's very close. So 20 is a police code mm -hmm. for your location. Oh. Where are you at? What's your 20? Oh. But I think you did well. I think you did very well. I think you did better than I would do on a quiz of your Gen Z, right? Yeah. On Gen Z slang terms. Definitely, because even in conversation between Ryan and I, you guys often don't know what's going on. And that's why I did this. Yeah, <laughs> but I proved you wrong. You proved me wrong. I Maybe I should have been tougher. Maybe I should have picked out harder. If, okay, here we go. If anybody out there listening has a 70s slang term that... Not even 70s, just something that isn't used now. 60s, 70s. 80s. We'll go. We'll go three decades. 60s, 70s, 80s. A slang term that isn't used now. That you want to send it in. Text it to me at 617-764-9283. If you want to ask Emma live on air, call in at 617-829-9283. In the meantime, we're going to get back to the music. Come on now, drummer. What you the tightening up for me now? Oh. 
Have you seen Memphis? Lena? My advice to you, start drinking heavily. It's the best local station. Time to hit the button! Radio for the cassette generation. I want to thank you for putting me back in my snail. 
Snell Shell. Thank you, Bruce, for helping me find that song. It is the birthday of Graham Maybe. Is that how I say it, Bruce? He's the bassist for They Might Be Giants. I think there were multiple bassists, bassists but uh, I knew Bruce was a big fan, so I sent him a message asking him if he could pick a song for me, and he identified Snell Shell. And it's, it's a great song. So that's from their 1994 album, John Henry. And uh, it's a great excuse to finally play They Might Be Giants. I think it's a good band for this show, Emma. And uh, I'm going to try to include them more often in the future. Mm-hmm. And then before that, we had Sly and the Family Stone, Dance to the Music. Do you know that song? Mm-mm. No? No? I've yet to recognize something you've played today. Oh, wow. Yeah. And people out there should know that you have a pretty deep knowledge of music. Yes. in But more in like certain genres right. than others. If I'd stayed for the takeover, yeah, I would feel like an idiot. Oh, right. I can't name a single metal group. Actually, Metallica, and it stops right there. <laughs> you could name Iron Maiden, right? Celtic Frost. Yeah, all right. I'm doing great. That's I only fan- know that I'm so of excited about that. Have, yeah. But yeah. Celtic uh, Frost. Love those guys. Very cool. We got we to gotta get you conversant on at least three or four Celtic Frost songs so you can wear the shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I won't wear a shirt if I don't know anything about it. Exactly. And uh, I can't wear that shirt anymore because I'm probably 40 pounds more than when I bought it, I would say. Mm -mm. That shirt's also just not a large. It's not a large. There's no way. No way on earth. Mm -mm. Unless 
that was what large was back in the 1980s. Honestly, maybe. Yeah. Maybe it is a large. I think that shirt was 1986, right? We looked it up. It was from... Four, five, six. Yeah, yeah. So it's a wicked cool shirt. I wish I could find a, a replica of it, but they do not exist, hence making it rare. Hence, we looked it up online, and it was how much? I don't know, something like $400. $400 online yeah. for a Celtic Frost t-shirt. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I love it. Uh, before that, Sly and the Family... Oh, I just said that. Um, it is the drummer Greg Erico's birthday. Was the drummer... Well, they're no longer. And then we had uh, Slubberbone, a Denton, Texas alternative country band to love somebody. And that was actually a song from the Bee Gees. Mm. You, know, you know some of the Bee Gees, right? Yes. Staying alive, staying alive. Yes. It is Barry Gibbs' birthday, one of the three brothers, and he is 77 years old today. Mm. Pretty cool. And we started things off with Archie Bell of Archie Bell and the Drells. His birthday was 1944. He is 79 years old. He's still out there kicking around. From Henderson, Texas, the song Tighten Up. That song actually made it to number one on the Billboard charts in 1968. And it is considered, I was talking to you about how the other song was one of the first rock and roll songs ever, Mm -hmm. the Crazy Man Crazy, Um, Bill Haley. This is considered one of the earliest funk hits in history. I would not have classified anything as funk. (laughs) It's a funk hit. All right, I'm supposed to do read every so often. So here, would you read this on there? (laughs) I'm supposed to do this, so I'm going to make you do this. Exactly. Anyways. Want to hear your original music on Wave Radio Boston? Email us at media at waveradioboston.com with a song or two and tell us a little about you. We'll get back to you about profiling your music and upcoming gigs. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston.
This is Clem, inviting you to join me up on the high wire every Friday night between 10 p.m. and midnight for the broadcast with Clem, the Everything Plays, Anything Goes radio show that features music for your many moods. So tune in early and stay up late for the broadcast with Clem, where hearing is believing and you won't believe your ears.
So Emma, that song has meaning to me. That was a uh, surf band called the CJs that I've made friends with through, mm. uh, through social media. And they sent me the song and they asked me if I would play it, which was very cool of them. I appreciated them doing it. And I listened to it and I just loved it. And so hopefully they're listening now mm-hmm. uh, that they're cross-promoting on their social media. And um, the song is called Experiment in Terror. It was written by Henry Mancini. And when I was a kid, there was this show called uh, Chiller Theater. Mm. And it was on Saturday nights. It started after the 11 o'clock news, started at 11.30. And they would show two horror movies. Mm-hmm. And there was a host, Chili Billy. <laughs> and he had a whole collection of people around him. And they were all like, it's like a, the horror theme. He, mm-hmm. he lived in a castle. And one of them was named Terminal Stare. And mm. uh, I'm trying to remember what the short guy, the, there was a midget. In it. Oh, geez. There, midget, I think he was a dwarf, actually. Oh, what was his name? Bruce will text me, I hope. And um, anyways, they did skits between commercials and everything else. And uh, so you were two movies starting at 1130. Mm-hmm. And they used this song by a guy named Aldi Miola as the theme song. So... Mm-hmm. I appreciated the CJ's covering it and sending it to me. It was like, it was like a little Christmas present. But um, my dad, your grandfather, he would let me stay up and watch both movies. He would go to bed and he'd be like, okay, Ricky, I'm going to bed. Stay up as long as you want to watch. Mm-hmm. And it was a Saturday night, but I'd be like mm-hmm. two in the morning and I'd still be watching horror movies. Yeah. That's fun though. It was fun. It, it's a good memory of him. I appreciate him doing that. They were also those, those, have you ever seen the, um, the 1950s horror movies with the rubber monsters and all that kind of stuff. The real, um, like B movies and stuff. Th- that's what they were. Like plan nine from. Yeah. Space. Stuff like that. Yeah. 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 That, that's what the movies were. They weren't like really scary movies or anything like that, but the show was just fun. I loved it. Um, so thank you CJ's for that. Grant Lee Phillips. He was born in 1963. And uh, my, he's, this is the first, he's 27, 26 days younger than me. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're basically the same age. And um, his band, Grantley Buffalo, that is Jupiter and Teardrops, a fantastic song. I'm so sorry it took me this long to play it. I will not let that happen again. Before that, we had the Leveler, Levelers and Happy Birthday Revolution. It's the birthday of Phil Johnstone, songwriter, keyboardist, guitarist, and record producer for the band. Born in 1957, and we started off with the jam in the city from the album of the same name from 1977. It is Bruce Foxton's birthday. He was born in Woking, England in 1955. He's 68 years old, so that's pretty cool for him. And so I had some questions for you. This isn't a quiz. This is more of an opinion thing. But uh, (laughs) we've kind of talked around these subjects before. Maybe we've actually talked these specific things. Oh, Mike just showed up with his gay pride hat. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. Um, we'll get him on the air next break. Oh, no, I'm on now. I was trying to be quiet <laughs> to not disrupt the shitty show. And you have to come out and say that. What? It's Polaroid. I, it's what? Polaroid. Okay, all right. Back to your show. You just keep telling yourself that that's Polaroid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so <laughs> you're going to make some special friends tonight when you hit the bar. 
And you're the one who wants to be a drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I wanted to be one. I just want a drag queen name. I want a drag queen name. Um, speaking of names, Emma, what is the worst band name ever? Oh. Um, I need to think on that. Okay. I, I will say, do you want to get on, on air? Sure. Yeah. Which, um, which one are you? If you're the one that made the drag queen picture of my dad, yeah, I did. Why? <laughs> try it. Try it in the. Why? How's that? No. I have, I have no headphones, so I, don't, I can't hear myself. How's that? Testing one, two. There you go. Now I hear you. Hello, Emma. Hello, Rick. Hello, Welcome it's me. To Hello again. What do you think? Worst band name ever? Well, Emma so thinks a I little know bit. A, I know tons of band names with horrible names that yes. are good, but one band that sticks out is a band called Cock Robin. Oh, jeez. And they're an 80s band. They're actually a really awesome, yeah. like, pop 80s band, but they're called Cock Robin. Okay. Well, you just made me think of the band The The, and I think that's oh, a the, terrible the, yeah, name. Or, yes. or Talk Talk. Terrible name, isn't it? Yes. That's oh. kind of boring. Oh, it's awful. The they, band name they, Yes. Look, look yes. how clever we are. Oh, yes. Oh, the, oh, that's why I'm like, the band Who? name Yes? Yes. Who? It's The <laughs> Who. It's the <laughs> Who is she saying? <laughs> they, yeah, there's so many bands that are that are crappy names, but decent but yeah. don't dog yes. Well, I've yes got a, a I've got one here. I I knew this in advance because I wrote these questions, so I prepared myself. Cheated. Bad. One of the worst band names ever, and also a bad band at the same time. Hootie and the Blowfish. Mm. I hate that name. Hmm. I don't know. That it's kind of catchy though. Uh. I mean, Darius. Uh, everyone knows Darius Rucker as Hootie. He'll yeah, never get away yeah. from Hootie ever, ever, ever. Uh, it's such a sad way. To like go Steven Tyler could become uh, Yippee Ki Yay Cowboy Liquor. And then I said, no, you're Stephen Teller of Aerosmith. He'll yes. never get away from it. So. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you're going to go with yes? I'm thinking. I'll think of a better one. But I'm not, I'm not getting too much right now. Okay, because I'm going to throw another question at you, which is going to um, confuse you. Best band name ever. Oh. I uh, went for eccentric stuff. Okay, so I have two from the 60s. that I, I love these names. You guys might hate them. I love the Electric Prunes. And I love uh, the Strawberry Alarm Clock. Hmm. Strawberry Alarm Clock. Yeah, I think that's a great name. I love it. Strawberry Alarm Clock. Clock. Huh. See, it's tough for me because there's so many bands that identify with location or yes, like Tree. I that to me is like the Rat Cellar, Faster yeah. Pussycat, L.A. Guns is like L.A. So it's kind of like a yeah. I don't know. That's those are tough ones. Yeah. I mean, I just walked in at the end of this uh, little trivia game here, but <laughs> I'm going to follow whatever Emma said. See, and I had, I had an advanced warning on this, so I was able to come up with... Yeah, you're um, putting me on the spot. I can't... I know. <laughs> now I, I can't well, even name you, a band. I know what you're doing. You're trying to think of the perfect worst band name, but you can just go no, with... No, I'm trying to name a single band right now, and I oh, can't. I'm me. struggling. I'm struggling a lot. Mike, so... Worst song ever. What the Worst hell are you doing with that microphone? So I'm putting the mic cover on. Jesus. Oh, it sounds like. Try fix it. You know, if you prepared for your guest to be in studio, we wouldn't have this problem. I just turned you off. Are you Are you ready? Are we, are, we, are you ready? I'm good. Can we resume? I'm good. Okay, Do I sound good, good on? Because I have no headphones on. Oh, so I don't know it's, how I sound. it's magic. It's radio magic. <laughs> I regret coming in early. Radio magic. Um, I don't know. Best, we say best song. Worst, um, worst song ever. And then I'm gonna have best song ever. Obviously. Oh man, worst song. 
So a lot of people say Starship, uh, we built this city. We built what? a city on rock I've and roll. I've heard so many worse songs. Oh my okay. God, that's an iconic. People hate that song. Why? I think any Pink Floyd song is horrible. Really? There you go. Yeah, I, I, I can't. He doesn't like them. I can't like stand. Him. There's probably maybe one I can I can kind of like, yeah, I can, like Grateful Dead. I can kind of listen to uh, it, but I, it says nothing. Uh, I don't know. Green Day, what's that? I walked. Not American idiot. Oh. Uh, something dreams. Boulevard dreams. Boulevard broken dreams. Is that the one? I don't know. That sucks. Mm-hmm. I sucked. can see if it's in the database. Where is the cursor? Yeah, I don't know. Worst song. I don't know. The the, the worst song for me ever is um, "Closing Time" by Semisonic. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Semisonic close closing time. That's a great. That's oh, a great I hate so- that why? song. Why? Why? Because see, I, want, be- see this, I shouldn't be in this. Cause now I want to know why. Because it's um, Emma, I'm steamrolling this meeting. <laughs> it's it's a collection of pre-existing cliches. That's the whole point. That he mismashed together and then gave himself writing credit, and and also they don't fit together. He didn't he didn't make them work together. It's just like one random saying and then another random saying. And it's just so cliche-ridden. It closing oh. time. One last call for alcohol. So finish your whiskey or beer. I don't know. I need closing to get... time. You can't stay home, but you can't stay here. And that that line has been around for literally forever. But no one's ever put in a song, except for Semisonic. Uh, wait, you're Ozzy, welcome. Ozzy and does apology it. accepted. Ozzy does that in the song too. He put a. Uh, um, Oh, Ozzy and Is one, it Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne? In one of his songs, he says, uh, wine is fine, but... Oh, suicide solution, but yeah, whiskey's better. But whiskey's quicker. Wine is fine, but whiskey's I like quicker. I say better, because hey, um, it makes a difference. But he actually talked about writing that line, and and his Sharon talked about, oh, I remember when Ozzy wrote, wine is I fine, I remember but, when he was in the yeah. hotel room writing songs all day long. That line, oh, wine God. is fine, but whiskey is quicker, has been around since whiskey was invented. That line goes back hundreds of years. But you know what's funny Ozzy is that, didn't fucking write it. But Ozzy was in court because of suicide, and yeah. Semisonic was just a late night song at a bar. True. I mean, comparing Ozzy to Semisonic, I'm going with Ozzy ten times out of nine. Oh, I, I oh, I, I'm not. I, I love that song. I love Ozzy. Um, fantastic. I just was annoyed that he claimed that he wrote that line. Um, but uh, no, the the Semisonic song I hate from beginning to end. And if I ever find myself in a bar and it's closing time and they play that song, I will never return to that bar <laughs> ever again. That's I will it. Be, that's, that's the stance. That's, that is that's the it. Rick Flex stance. That's the Rick Flex stance. <laughs> yes, I am done with that bar. Write it off. Have you come up with anything? Are you still thinking? Well, when you said Green Day, I was thinking about other, like, Green Day quote songs? unquote emo bands. No. And they have good band names. Oh, give I me think, some. Like, My Chemical Romance is not a bad name for a band. I, I don't think Bring Me the Horizon is a bad name for a band. So. Bring Me the Horizon, that, that, that's a metal band. Yeah. Pop yeah, no, metal, that's metal. but it's still um, metal. Yeah, yeah. And then. Not my type of metal, but. Worst. Well. Okay, I kind of went away from the name thing, and I was just thinking worst bands ever, because that's kind of yeah. what got me thinking. Mm-hmm. AJR, unlistenable. Imagine Dragons, unlistenable. <laughs> um, I don't know any of these bands. I didn't know the first one, but I know Imagine Dragons. why you do AJR. not know them. Imagine Dragons, I think I've heard of. I think I've heard of them, but I don't know. Yeah. Tough listen. Imagine Dragon around. has a uh, a very famous song. 
But what is their big hit? Is it Puff the Magic Dragon? <laughs> that <laughs> song is better than their entire discography, that song is in my better opinion. Than any other song yeah. <laughs> oh, we got a message. Let's see. Somebody has an opinion here. I love it when yeah. we hear. The Rolling Stones is the best name. That's a pretty good name. Comes no, from a, a comes muddy, from a Bob Dylan song. No. No, it doesn't. It comes from a Muddy Waters song. A Muddy Waters song. Oh, very I'm glad name. you're here. That gave the name oh. from the Rolling Stones for Muddy Waters, like a Rolling Stone. So Bob Dylan was probably covering Muddy Water or or borrowing from Bob him. Bob Dylan was covering Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Muddy Waters had like a Rolling Stone, but mm-hmm. Bob Dylan also covered it, but Rolling Stones got the name from Muddy Waters. I have no idea, but that tapping is really coming through very loud. Really? It's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not hearing it? Oh, okay. All right, cool. Okay. Oh, now I am. Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. It must be something with the resonance of the table or something. Um, Muddy Waters is a great name, although... That was his name. Muddy Mississippi Waters. Yeah. Was his, yeah the yeah. whole. I forget his real name, though. Which brings up the whole idea of uh, bands who are named after people who are not in the band or who don't exist. Marilyn Manson. Pink Floyd. <laughs> Jethro Tull. Uh, Leonard Skinner. There's a bunch of them. Did you have... So you were talking about uh, good names that you've heard? I think those. that's where it stopped because then I kept looking through Spotify and it was just average. Mm-hmm. Average all around. Average white band. Oh, yeah. It is a band yeah. name. That's a, that's a good name. I like that. I Oh, a boring name. The Plain White Tees. Oh, yeah. That's, that literally... Yes. That entire name is boring. I yes. think they have to have made that name <laughs> because it's so effing boring. That yeah. would be like... Um, My jeans are ripped. That'd be like having on the name... Uh, tomorrow. Mayonnaise Sandwich on White Bread. Yeah. That's racist. That's a good band name, isn't it? Why, had, uh-huh. why can it be right? It's better than Plain or White Tees. Or Or Marble. <laughs> White bread. <laughs> I saw a band recently. And Wonder Bread is that better? Wonder Bread, thank you. Yeah. I'm curious what you think about this. I saw a band recently, and I loved their name. This was a this was a doom metal band, mm. chained to the bottom of the ocean. Really? Yeah. I like that. It's a cool. That's a that's a cool. Uh, it's a mouthful. Yeah, it's a cool name. What do you think? It's not bad. I'm looking at this skull, and now I'm thinking Death's Dynamic Shroud. That's a band name. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah, not bad. Not a bad I'm name. Not bad. But you can't say it drunk, though. I mean, you can't say that. You're like, oh, I'm going to see the Death Minute Stripes. And it's like, oh, you're Barbara Streisand? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, so, what kind of music do they play? I would say electronic-ish. Yeah. Can you sing one of their songs? No. Can you or you just don't want to? No. Could you hum one? No. <laughs> Could you like... I'm not a heavy listener. I have like one of their songs kind of in the background. Give us mind. what does it sound like. I taste. Can you do that with any electronic sound? Sure. <laughs> now you sound like you're in a gay club oh, with, your, with your hat there, with your rainbow hat. I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to follow me social media at the takeover LED. I'm going to take a picture of my hat. This hat kicks ass. My mom said the same thing when I walked out of the house. She's like, what do you have a gay hat on for? I'm like, it's a Polaroid. It's a Polaroid. And so what if it's a, so what if it's a rainbow? I, I support everybody. Oh, no. I'm. I, oh, here we go. Uh, from Bruce. McKinley Morganfield Thank is you, Muddy Bruce. Waters' yes. real name. Yep. I Thank like you. that. I knew it was I knew it was something Morgan, but I didn't. I could not put it together. Muddy Waters is is the Muddy Waters. It just made me think of Mark Twain, because that was what um, they would have the the string with the weight on it, and they would drop it into the river as they were floating along to test how deep the water was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would be like Mark One, Mark Two, Mark. But uh, but I think two was Mark Twain, and that's where he got the name. Hmm. Yeah. 
So it's kind of another river thing. Um, one last question for you guys. And Emma, you've asked me this before, so I think you've had time to think about it. If Where do babies come from? <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually have two questions. Maybe we only have time for one. I'll, I'll throw this one out first because this is more fun. Um, if you could talk one musician into retiring right this minute, who would it be? Who do you just want into to retiring? Retire? Into retiring. It Morrissey. Just, Morrissey. <laughs> oh, man, that was a what a left field. That. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. I, I got to say Ozzy. Yeah, my when you, my initial thought was Aussie. Yeah, just be just given everything. Yeah, just retire yeah. on top and just be. Yeah. But Morrissey, Jesus fucking Christ, what a what a <laughs> that's a curveball! I didn't even think of you ever saying that name. You just every single time I hear his voice and I'm not expecting it, I get mad. But he's not old. But he's. Oh, I don't, I don't know. So would the Smiths get like a new lead singer, or would it just be Morrissey just goes, "I'm retiring," and he leaves? Well, that was that, more like Paul. That was more Paul. Yeah, <laughs> he would take his annoying voice, say, "I'm retiring," and be done. I think uh, Vince Neil. Yes, should uh, yeah, he should retire. Should, he should, should really up. think about uh, yeah. him and David Lee Roth maybe kind of hanging up. For yes, a I agree. And move in the sunset. Yep. Oh, we got another text. Getting a lot of texts. Um, <laughs> wait, did it disappear? <laughs> did I did I delete it or something? It's up on the screen. Oh, it must be from Bruce. Muddy Waters is Mark Twain's real name. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Bruce. Appreciate that. Um, should we do one more? Or should we get to the, back to the music? I'm only eating into your time, Mike. That's all that's happening it's, here. It's your show, Lombie. <laughs> okay. Um, you asked me this before, Emma. Okay. So, Mike and Emma, you are the planner of a festival, a music festival. And you get to invite three bands to perform at this music festival. Who are they going to be? Oh, man, I hate these questions. Yeah. I don't know. Can I, can I do this? Can I speak on behalf of you? Please. Can you go to music, and when you come back, we'll give the answers? Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Does that work? That we can, I can think about that? Because yeah. I like those questions. That's a good one. I originally had five, so maybe you... What, what do you think? Three or five? It's your show, buddy. I'm just here for the ride until... Uh, Emma, three or five? Three. Three. Okay, we'll go with three. All right, back to music. Bye. 
that was our friend's dentist. They played here live in the studio. I put them on because we played two Blondie songs. And uh, I think Dennis sounds like Blondie. It just kind of reminds me of the two of them. Blondie signed her first major record contract today in 1977. So that was from her, for, from their first album, the band, the band's first album. Uh, Blondie is a person and a band. Like Alice Cooper was a band, and then it continued being called Alice Cooper, but it was a solo act. Well, so when Ozzy left Sabbath, or yes. was removed from Sabbath, he was going to start a band called The Blizzard of Oz. Right. That was his band name, and then... Sharon, when Ozzy was in his hotel room, Sharon decided, told him, no, you should just keep your name Ozzy and do a song called Blizzard of Oz because we have young yeah. guys keep the spotlight on yourself. So, yep. A little music trivia for the kids out there in the world. Keep the spotlight on yourself. Keep those dollars in your pocket. So you guys had a chance to think. You've got, you've got a, a, an we open about bill. Coffee mostly mm. though. We didn't open really, bill. Yeah, that is true. Three <laughs> bands. Emma, what are the three bands? Okay, my first thought was Daft Punk because I think that would okay. be really fun. Yep. Um, and then I thought I need to stay with the electronic thing or else okay. nobody's going to want to go to my festival. Um, so then my next thought was LCD Sound System. Okay. And then I was kind of, I was really struggling to get a third right. electronic group that would be good live. And I landed on Machine Girl. I do not so, know Machine Girl. Very fun. Ah. It I sounds like, like a like a ma manga, manga. How do you say manga? The comics, the Japanese comics. Yeah, well, Machine the Girl. album cover stuff has um, like Japanese inspired stuff on it, so maybe oh, that wasn't go. there. But hmm. those are my three picks. I don't feel confident about the them three as a as a whole, but I don't know. See, I I I, I know what you're saying because originally my list was very disparate. Uh, there were mm -hmm. there were artists that just didn't, ha didn't have anything to do with them each other, and then yeah. I thought maybe I should make it more of a cohesive thing. Mm -hmm. Mike, what do you think? It's tough. It's yeah. a tough one. I have a lot of bands in my head. Motorhead, Motorhead, Motorhead. So <laughs> Motorhead would have would be. I'm trying to think of how a crowd would react. Yes. Like a crowd that you want to see a crowd like go crazy, and then I'm thinking like, oh, what are we? Is a festival in the United States? Is it in Brazil? Is it in mm. Moscow? Is it in... Right. I definitely would say Zeppelin. Yep. That's... They're, they're on the bill. Queen of like oh, mid-80s. Wow. Wow. That would wow. be on the That's bill. That's a great wow. choice. And I would probably... I mean, Motorhead, yes, but I think... I have the album in here. Yeah. Um, ACDC. The live at... ACDC live at River Plate. I cut like, it out. Cut it out. I'm sorry. I need, a, I need something to, to... I don't know why it's coming through so loudly. Okay. I... <laughs> my arms are out like I'm Jesus Christ. Yes. No, I would say, yeah, ACDC. That only, sounds only like a fantastic show. Th I think the crowd would be from start to finish right. involved. And I, I, I would probably say... Oh, the crowd would be going nuts. Um, ACDC would open. Yeah. Then Queen or... Zeppelin, and then maybe like Queen to finish wow. it off. Wow, mm -hmm. wow! I mean, that would be. I like that. Th there's, I have so many choices. Of course, I mean, Motorhead. Yeah. Would, I mean, that's. I can't go by favorites. So I gotta go by what the crowd would be into. Mm -hmm. so, well, my mine would be um, Black Sabbath, the original Black Sabbath with Ozzy in it, and then um, it would be Blue Oyster Cult because they toured together, mm -hmm. and I missed that tour. Although it was it was Dio Sabbath, but if I could see Blue Oyster Cult 
with Black Sabbath with Ozzy singing, that would be fantastic. And then the third space, I, I was leaning towards Led Zeppelin myself, even though I'm not the biggest Led Zeppelin fan, I just think it would be fantastic to see live. And I actually could have seen them live. I would have been like nine years old. My <laughs> sisters would have had to take me, but um, I, it was in the realm of possibilities that I could have seen them. Right. I mean, if I could take a piece of a crowd, I would say like the 63 Beatles and take oh, the wow. crowd oh. and put that crowd by like 100,000. But see, dude, my thought, I've thought about the, the 63, 64 Beatles before, and I say no because I think it would be like being at a Taylor Swift concert. It would exactly, it 100% would be. It would have been 99% young teenage girls screaming their heads off. <laughs> you're lucky. And, you're lucky everyone's right in front of me because there's so many things. Mm-hmm. I'll, I want to think, I, I can't even say it. <laughs> Because I've always thought this one joke would, would, if a comedian could take this joke, it would be a world, it would be a phenomenon, but I can't say it because I'm in front of me. I don't, today. how like bad Taylor is it? No, it's, no, it's, so please no, it's not feel Taylor free. Swift. Oh, okay, okay. So, like, <laughs> I apologize. I didn't want to get, I'm not trying to be vulgar today. I'm doing an all-female show. I'm trying to be nice. Yes, yes. So, you've, everyone's seen the Ed Sullivan and the Beatles, and they come on, yes. and they see loves you, and the crowd's going crazy, and there's people yeah. crying, and yeah. I always thought, what if, like, John Lennon or Paul which is like she loves you yeah and they put their guitar down and they pull their like Jim Morrison did <laughs> he did drunk at the whiskey I'm yes. talking like on at that moment yes like, do you know how many people would die in the crowd from excitement that John <laughs> just pulled his bird out in front of everybody but you know there's a big theory about that you know they girls John's go bird. John's bird's out girls go crazy over the K-pop guys Young Cook and all these other guys. Oh, the Did Asian, I say that uh, right? Young Cook. I don't even know. Yeah. Are they from Korea? <clears throat> Korea. Yes. They're all Korean. And like, some of them are serving in the Korean milita- military right now. Really? Yeah, because they're required to do service. But imagine going oh. out to battle and seeing one of those guys. And wow. these guys, I don't... Uh, I sing song. It's like, what? <laughs> what? I'm going to sound like a 60-year-old man now. This is going to sound terrible. Back in my I don't day. I don't think they're gay or anything like that, but these are they, the style, the look is very effeminate. There's yeah. a lot of makeup, there's a lot of jewelry, a lot of jewelry you would associate with like something women would wear and things like that. And they're all like maybe 110 pounds soaking wet holding a brick. They're these <laughs> delicate little guys. And um girls go apeshit over them because there's this theory that's been written about that it's safe to have a crush on these guys because it's not, there's no like worry behind it. There's no concern behind it. It's safe. It's safe. Men look like females. That's exactly how it was. Sometimes the men dress better than the women. And that was, but it's not threatening to have a crush on it, on on somebody like that. I mean, if you have a crush on Arnold Schwarzenegger or (laughs) Chuck Norris, you know, there's this hyper, hyper masculinity. He gets a crush on you. Touche, touche. <laughs> but there's just this hyper masculinity behind it that um, that these K-pop stars do not have, and it makes them less threatening. And so the Beatles, if you look at those, if you look at the Beatles when they first kind of came out of England in the 1960s, these just little non-threatening. They, they were totally non-threatening. Right. Yeah. But that, yeah. I always think like, what if they just was like, man, fuck yeah. it. <laughs> there it is. Like the crowd would go. Heads would blow up. They Heads would explode. Would blow up. They would just, it would be. It would be just yeah. this. Oh my! Oh my God! Like at the time, you don't do yeah. that, and you couldn't even shake your hips on TV with Elvis. And right. Right. John right. Lennon. Yeah, people like, hey, fainted in the crowd when he did that. Faint, right. So. Exactly. Yes. Can you yeah. imagine that scene of? But did they really faint? I, I always wonder about that. Did they really faint? 
Um, Probably. It was so out well, of the order. So yeah. I can I can understand, and I I won't talk too long, but I can understand. So when I first saw uh, Kiss, yeah, one of my all time favorite bands, I got that like overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, mm-hmm. this is a band I've idolized forever. Yeah. Yeah. They're playing the songs. They're yeah. the makeup. When I saw Aerosmith, I actually got teary eyed because I'm like, yeah. I'm seeing a bucket list band. I'm seeing yeah. a band that I have listened to my whole life that my dad yes. listened to that we like it's in there in front of me so i can understand okay I all faint, right i just saw i just saw a little video on uh instagram and it showed three girls during a taylor swift concert and all three of them were like falling on each other they were crying they were they were just flipping around all over the place waving their arms and everything and i wonder if if it's real or if it's a little bit acting or if it's like here's Mary, Sally and Jane and Mary's going ape shit so Sally and Jane feel like they have to too to well, kind of if they're, if they're on video and they record themselves I think it's yeah. more for like mm-hmm. I don't know I mean Although, you think it's I will legit? Say, think at it's... almost every concert I've been to I've seen someone faint really that's usually just because of crowd pressure right. and stuff though. right Lack I've of seen guys faint like at so Skinner's that... show they were just drunk <laughs> is faint and pass out are they the same thing could it essentially be the same thing I went to Lollapalooza unconscious I mean yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I went to Lollapalooza and on the second stage they had the Jim Rose Circus Sideshow really and he was doing things like he picked up a, um, a cinder block with hooks through his nipples and was swinging it around like a pendulum on a clock he um, different people in his group were like eating crickets and opening their mouths and the crickets were jumping out of their mouths another guy was hammering nails up his nose with a hammer and see, that's, um, that's that's people, cringy pass i could see that people were fainting yeah. how many people, people do you think fainted fainting. when whatever his name is ripped the head off the bat ozzy yeah well there's a story behind that <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't just pull a bat and go hey look at that <laughs> he like it was someone threw with were throwing stuff on stage and he thought it was a fake rubber bat um, so when he picked it up he bit the head off of it and he had an interview and someone released doves and one of the dubs he thought was fake because it was dead, and he picked it up and he ripped the head off. And there's a, actually a picture of him holding the dove mm. and blood coming out of his mouth. Yeah, that's the people are like, oh, he's yeah. biting head off bats. Hey, you know what? Uh, that's still great. School so, but but the lesson to learn from that is Ozzy quit biting the heads off of that. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. Just stop biting heads or anything. Just, just, yeah, gummy bear. Don't yeah, fucking gummy. bite the head off. <laughs> yeah. Gingerbread man. Just don't bite the head off. Don't bite the head off. Don't bite yeah. the head off. You never know. It might be a real gingerbread man. <laughs> All right, back to music. Listen. Lend me your ears. We present your listening pleasure this evening. Emma. Song of the week. Listen. I will not listen. Yes, you'll listen. Lend me your ears. Somebody else. And now. For your listening pleasure. Please direct your ears to one song. Listen, chosen by the chosen. Emma. Song of the week. Please direct your ears. ears. And now for your listening pleasure. Good times go, good 
I'm so hard to hold This time, this time This time I'm gonna
Well, I moved into this room If you could call it that a week ago I never do what I'm supposed to do Hardly even know my name anymore When no one calls it out Kind of vanishes away I can't get to sleep at night The parking lot's so loud and bright The AC hasn't worked in 20 years Probably never made a single person cold But I can't say the same for me I've done it many times Somebody take me home Drive through Talladega on a weekend in October. Just head up north to Jacksonville. Cut around and over, watch your speed in Boiling Springs. They ain't got a thing to do, they'll get you every time. Somebody take me home. There we go. We have shut Mike's Mike's mic off, although he's still drumming on the table like a baboon, or I don't I don't know what else to say. Oh, oh Mike, God. Mike, you you vex me. 
You've and you're still me. talking to him, even though you turned I his know, mic off. I know, even though I turned his mic off, <laughs> he's still talking to him. So we started that set with Emma's song of the week. Yes, you didn't intro it. But no, I... Yes. Yeah. I blame that on Mike as well. I'll take, I will take the blame. I'll take <laughs> what did you think of the intro? I liked it. It was fun. Yeah. I, I was trying to listen to it, but you're talking, talking over it. it. Yeah, yeah. I think Clem did a great job on that. I really appreciate him doing that. Clem, I might edit it down just a little bit, um, but I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, what was the song that you picked for your first song of the week? It was The Verve, the name probably sounds familiar because does, bittersweet yeah. symphony everybody yeah. knows that song off the same album however it was this time ah. um yeah i don't really have too much else to say about it my dad asked me for the song of the week last night quite late and i was stressing a little bit scrolled through <laughs> my like 2700 liked songs on spotify and that's was ridiculous like, this, one, this one will do this will do is the uh, is there anything in particular you like about that song I don't know. It's just a positive song, and it's a right. good thing to start off the weekend on a positive note. So Agreed. I don't know. That, that was the idea. Cool. So what we've got here is we've got, uh, as Mike pointed out, my first segment. We're going to try to introduce some segments to the show. We have had at the beginning where we do uh, birthdays and notable events of the day. So that's kind of sort of like a segment, but this is the first official with an intro segment. It is Emma's song of the week. So every week, Emma, you're going to be expected to come up with a song. Mm-hmm. That's a l- just a little bit of pressure for me. So I, I, can, I can give you a tip, something I do. Just make a playlist for it. Make a playlist and dump them in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Bruce is going to have Bruce's song of the week too. Mm-hmm. So um, I've said before that if I could have a co-host on a regular basis because Emma's busy with school, um, I would pick Bruce. And a lot of this, a lot of the music that we play on Rick's Rock Shop is is heavily influenced by the trips that Bruce and I took to Austin back in the 90s mm-hmm. and in the 2000s as well. And so um, it makes perfect sense that we will have a Bruce's Song of the Week too. Hopefully we'll be able to launch that next Friday. Uh, I just need to get the intro put together. Mm-hmm. Your intro was made by Clem, the DJ of... The broadcast tonight at Thank 10 o'clock. Thank you, Clem. Clem does a fantastic job on them. He really does. He's he Anything new you hear, promo-wise, bumper-wise on the station, it, Clem probably put together. Um, and then, so we have my show from 4 to 6. We have the takeover with Mike from 7 to 9. And then Clem comes in and does the broadcast from 10 to midnight. And we are collectively known as the Friday Triad. Mm. Triday? very good very good um mike is celebrating by day with his hat there Uh, (laughs) (laughs) well lady gaga owns polaroid i'm pretty sure so maybe she is actually trying to push that wow see there you go. Check out my face. <laughs> <laughs> what did we hear here? We heard uh, Emma's Song of the Week, The Verve. We heard The Surfer Jets and Couchsurfing. And we heard Jason Isabel on the 400 units with a song called Alabama Pines. That was one of those songs that I liked the first time I heard it. Sometimes it takes me two or three listens to uh, like a song, which can be tough because I am trying to hear so much music that I eliminate things rather quickly. Uh, but sometimes that's um, I'm a bit quick in it. Um, 
yeah, so I was just reading a text from Bruce. Uh, he liked the intro to Emma's show as well. So we're going to have to get you something compatible, Bruce. And um, where was I? Yeah, so Alabama Pines, I liked it the first time I heard it. Glad it played on the show. And we're going to keep things moving because we have uh, Mike coming up at 7, and we need to give him some time to get in here and get his show up into the database put together. I come in prepared. He just comes in with nothing. So there we go.
to go It doesn't mean I want it Things I do for you, but it's no surprise when you just roll your eyes and say, Here we go again. She's gonna moan again. I should spare you love, just a thing or two, but you don't disguise it when I'm just one noise and a stone before it begins. Cause your temper's getting thin. Should have been you. Oh. 
that was Amelda May. She's from Ireland. She started out as this big rockabilly star there, but her her music has broadened greatly since then, and a lot of UK and Irish artists like to perform with her. She's quite a thing there. It's interesting, Emma, how in some countries, you know, there's artists who are really big, and you don't even hear about them in mm-hmm. other countries. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, she's big in Ireland. Uh, before that, we had Willie Nelson's son, Lucas Nelson. And Promise of the Real, Wildest Dreams. And we started off with Todd Rundgren, Hello, It's Me, which is just a terrific pop rock song. So we're reaching the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Have you had a good time? Yes, as always. Very good. You're, you know, you're welcome here anytime. I have a feeling with the semester starting, we're not going to see you very much. Probably not till I don't know when. <laughs> but we will hear from you because we'll have Emma's pick of the week every week. True, true, true. Yeah, set up that Spotify playlist. I'll think about it on my drive back home. Cool, cool. Um, do you have any parting words? Um, I don't have any words. Um, <laughs> it was good being here. It was I great I look forward you. to being back soon. I don't know when that is. Um, yeah, I... A woman of few words. You will have to let us know if you end up um, doing a show uh, on campus because oh, yeah. we will we yeah. will definitely all spread the word here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to see how well it happens after I move right. and whatnot. Right after you move into your spacious dorm room. Oh yeah, no bunk beds, so I'm living in luxury. <laughs> Nineteen, and you're happy you don't have a bunk bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's that stinks um just looking at my notes here if there's any last words i need to say usually at this time i thank everybody for listening so thank you all very much for tuning in i appreciate it if you're a new listener if you were drawn here because you wanted to hear emma i hope you stick around um next week and the week after and the week after oh you know what i forgot to to say today at all emma is um we have our big concert coming up Yes, you do. Like two and a half, three weeks. Um, two weeks. It's Saturday, September 16th. Uh, Rock for Rent. Mm-hmm. We've got eight bands. Mm-hmm. I'm going to run through them. 21 Grams More, Tisk Tisk Task, The Endorphins, Fee the Evolutionist and Ruby Shabazz featuring DJ Myth, Rozier, Roser, Robotic Hawks, River Sang Wild, and Renegade Cartel. We end with a lot of R bands. Mm-hmm. And um, the tickets are only 20 bucks. It's a good deal for eight groups. That's like 250 eight a band. Yeah. yeah. That's that's fantastic. Taffet is a great venue. I don't think you've been there yet. Uh, it's, it's a great venue. It's really cool. Amazing sound system there. And uh, we're, we're having this to uh, raise some money. We uh, are raising it for the station because... Things cost a lot of money. Yes. (laughs) I think you can look around here and say, oh my gosh, Um, you know, the equipment that's needed. And then we pay the royalties to all the artists. Uh, We're we're very above board. And the rent, the utilities, um, the phone lines, everything. Yeah. So we're hoping to raise some money to offset some of our costs and at the same time promote these eight great local artists. So it's kind of a, um, you know, kind of selfish and kind of altruistic at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
but it's, it's a great venue. I, I hope you can make it. I understand it's really difficult to get there from Northeastern without a car. Mm. Uh, so totally get it. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited about that show. Really looking forward to it. Uh, I encourage people to come to it. You can get tickets at uh, on Taffeta on their website. Uh, it's just Taffeta Lowell, Massachusetts. They are also on Instagram and they are on um, Facebook. And if you're on our homepage right now uh, at wrbrocks.com, there's links all over the place to get you all of this. And if you are so kind as to help sponsor the station, we would appreciate that as well. Uh, we would take any any donation you would care to, to send. And um, we are looking for sponsors in general. We are looking for people who would want to sponsor our live stage businesses. We're looking for businesses who might want to sponsor our text line. We have Abrews sponsoring our phone line. Um, there's a lot of other opportunities too, and uh, it's all very affordable. And it would give you, if you're a business listening, a lot of uh, promotion. So uh, you do, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. I think it's. I think mm -hmm. we're ready to play the last song and head home. Yep. You're starting to get that uh, ten thousand foot stare. I've had this the whole show. <laughs> that kind of is is SRO for you. Yeah, I don't do a good job paying attention. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Great being here. Cool. Um, and stay tuned for seven o'clock for Mike with the takeover the best hard rock heavy metal show you're going to literally hear anywhere. I challenge you to find one that's better. And then at 10 o'clock is the broadcast with Clem closing out the Friday triad. Clem's show is about as eclectic as you can get. And it is funny as hell. And he's got just an incredible, very unique personality. So as I said, stay tuned. Enjoy. We're going to head out on a surf song as we always do. This is a band called The Unnaturals. The song is Pasties and Tassels. And I will see you all next week. <laughs>